This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, it's very nice to be here. It's uh, kind of surprising, even though our the, where I come from now is not also that big. It's also kind of on the smaller side compared to cities like New York or so on. But interesting, it's so nice to see people look like Nostora, NATO and Nostora developing um, in, in the most beautiful way possible. It's, it's, it's very, very encouraging, very heartwarming, Be'ez Hashem. I wanted to share an, a something that is very, very, in this week's parasha, that I don't think people actually know even exists. There's a Pasuk that speaks about um, selling, buying and selling. And there is an Isser of Losonu Ishas Amiso. Losonu means you're not allowed to cheat the person. So selling something for um, a price that is much higher than should be sold is prohibited. And that's Losonu Ishas Amiso. A person is not allowed to fool somebody in, uh, in, in business, and that's halacha. And there's a lot of halacha devoted, what's called a fair price, and so on. The Gemara Darshins, another halacha from this, and this is something that is also a din, and that is you're not allowed to hurt someone with words. The word losonu means that you cannot cause somebody anguish with words that you use. So, as opposed to say lashahara, you're telling somebody else about a third party. Losonu is you're telling the person straight out something nasty. And it's called onas tevarim, and that is an iser. And there's a lot of halachet. It's not as specific because each case is different, but that's what it, 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 it's, it's spoken about. Chazal speak about how difficult the halacha is. It says that even when HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not accept prayers anymore, there's some sort of reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not Mechabal Tfilis. People who are crying out because they have been hurt with words, that HaKadosh Baruch accepts that tefillah. The question is why? What is it about it that makes their tefillah a lot more desirable, a lot more effective, is the right word for it, than another person? Rabbeinu Bechaya, he's one of the Rishonim, he comments, and he wrote a very uh, a big safe on Chumash, and he, and he says the following. He says, the quality that makes tefillah more likely to be miskabel by HaKadosh Baruch Hu is how broken, how, how broken-hearted the person is when he's davening. It says, Lev nishba v'nitka l'kim l'sivza. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not reject a broken and contrite heart. So he says, no physical pain matches 
the anguish of a nefesh that has been hurt. So when a person is suffering physically an ailment, a person is contrite, the person is hurt, he calls out to Kaddish Baruch Hu, but there's a certain limit to it. When a person feels that he has been um, emotionally abused, when the person has been um, made fun of, teased in a mean way, and so on, that level of anguish is much greater. And that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu listens to those fillers. And you are in trouble if you hurt someone else that way. I want to explain why that's so. There is physical pain, and that hurts. Even animals have physical pain. There's a second type of pain, which is my anguish about my own state of being. So if a person's foot hurts, there is the actual pain that's coming through the foot. And then there's the sense that I'm a, I'm, I'm a person who has pain, and it makes a person feel down. I'm suffering from this. So there's a certain sense of a person suffering. But everyone understands that their limbs are a part of themselves. But my person is me. And if somebody succeeds in hurting my person, there is no really greater anguish than that. So what I've done actually is I've hurt the very person. And there's no pain bigger than that. And that's why when they call out, they, they, their thrillers are answered because it's a truly broken heart. It's interesting that Bolsonu, in terms of the primary iser of cheating someone in business, is strikingly similar. And I want to explain that. If I go and take money from somebody without his permission, that's called theft. And that's prohibited, obviously. Well, let's say, I, let's say I make a deal with somebody and I say, you'll pay me $1,000 and I'll deliver a computer to your house. He pays $1,000, I don't deliver the computer. Then, um, then the person is, um, it, then it's, it's, it's also theft. The fact that the person sent $1,000 willingly, I didn't send the computer, that's theft. Let's look at another scenario. Somebody comes into my store and he, he was looking at computers, he likes his computer. I tell him that's a thousand dollars. And I go through with the person. This computer has this, 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 and this, all of these milers. It's got it, it, it's got this, this, and this. Um, it, and it costs a thousand dollars. And the person pays it willingly. He then finds out that that computer sells typically for six hundred and forty dollars. What did I do wrong? I mean, he agreed to it. He knew exactly what he was getting. I said it would have this amount of memory, this amount of RAM, this amount of this. It has it. I told him it's $1,000. He said, fine, don't pay $1,000. So what did I do wrong? By the way, the halacha is, and this is, if I tell him you can buy this computer and price for $600, I sell it for $1,000. That's my business. Then, then it's 100% legitimate. There is no problem with that. But what about the case we're talking about? The answer is because the person feels 
hurt. He feels he's been made a fool of. So I know I agreed to it, and, and, and I got the stuff that we agreed. Everything is by agreement. But what hurts is that you took advantage of me. You, 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 you outfaxed me. And that's very painful. When somebody makes a fool of us, we feel terrible. A, that we did something foolish, and that he got the upper hand. So the concept of honor is causing somebody mental slash emotional anguish in, 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 in doing something that the person, you know, feels down. There's a similar, um, a similar iser, which is very strange. It's called Gnevas Das. Gnevas Das means that if I'm selling something, a non-Jew walks into this, I have a grocery store, a non-Jew walks in, he'd like to buy this bread, fine. He asks me, is it Yashin? Not sure where he got it from. I say, for half, of course it's Yashin. Bishal Yisrael, Bishal Yisrael, whatever you want. And it's not. Did I, did I do something wrong? Well, for him, halachically, it's exactly the same, and he can eat any bread. But it's called Gnevas Das, because I, the person has a right to express what he wants, and I should meet him there. And by fooling the person, once again, that causes a tremendous anguish at an emotional level, and, and something which, which, which a person feels hurt. So, um, so the Torah is telling us in this parasha, a tremendous and possibly the, the, the most important of an Alma Havero. We always think of an Alma Havero as relating to things people need. Chesed, person needs a this, it needs a that, it's other thing. And of course, that's amazing, that's wonderful. More than anything else, people need the respect of another person. I can make do without a lot of things, but you cannot make do without the sense that other people respect you, respect your intelligence, respect you for who you are and the person you are. Words that are disparaging and words that hurt and words that, that are like that um, strike at the person's deepest need. Sometimes we tell each other, yeah, you know, I'm only teasing, I'm only fooling around. So sometimes Obviously, if somebody's the smartest person and we tease them about not being smart enough, sometimes it's very cute. But if there's something there that's an edge, we have to ask ourselves honestly. The Chavetz Chaim says, whenever a person is in doubt about even a business transaction with people, a person needs to ask himself if the tables were reversed and this is what the person will tell me. How would I feel if somebody acted to me the way I acted to that other person? What would I what would I say? Would I be happy? Would I be upset? Would I be indifferent? That's really going to be what what determines um, whether it's right or wrong. And yes, we could fool other people and say, no, I really meant it well. I'd be very happy. We're going to have to face Hakadosh Baruch Hu someday. And we erase him at Lakecha is. Constantly repeated in this passage because many things 
we can say, nah, I didn't mean it, it's wrong, it's this and that. Could you honestly say that I meant it in such love and innocence? And if that person would do it to me, I would just be thrilled with it. If a person feels comfortable that if I just want to do it, go right ahead. Then you're doing the right thing. But if you have some doubts, it's better to err on the side of caution. Because the, the one filler that a Kaddish Baruch who never rejects is somebody who's been emotionally wounded and, and therefore being zur in this mitzvah. So we, we speak about being chesed and doing things for people, giving things to people. That's certainly very important. Sokin Lashon Hara, we also can understand it's the person may not know that we spoke Lashon about them. But we, we, we're harming them in a certain way. They won't be able to get a job. They won't be able to get into some, so on. But the greatest pain is a person's words reach much deeper than actions. And always understanding is what, what do I think this person will feel? Saying that why should they be upset or insulted doesn't, doesn't that's, that's, that's a job for them and their mentor. Your job is to face yourself, will they be upset? And if a person is super sensitive, they may need to deal with it on their own. But that does not give us any excuse to, um, to, 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 to hurt in any way. The Chiyav Valtoni Ishas Achiv is central to Bernal Havero, and this Kufa, the Havero's spirit, should emphasize it. The, the, the understanding the power of words is makes it makes us extremely should make us extremely careful and cautious and it should also help us understand how much power we have when it's positive when you tell a person the right thing at the right time the person perks up and and the person is is uh, feels like a different person it, it, I, I I saw a story somebody wrote up about himself a little bit in Eretz Yisrael. This was somebody who had a horrendous childhood. I, I think he was an off at a young age and I just got into trouble again and again, tossed out from school after school after school. Very, he, he wrote, it, it just, just a horror. And the one memory, he said, if you can think of a memorable moment, he said the, he was at a place where the Belzareba was visiting or he came to a place where Belzebub was, and he was a fairly young boy, and was pushing his way to see him. And he sort of, and he wanted to take a look at what time. So he had a pocket watch, like see them, it's popular, like a little golden pocket watch or something like that. And as he's looking at it, he gets shoved in front of the Rebbe. The Rebbe looks at him and he says, a golden watch for a golden boy. And those words, were, were changed, something happened. The rabbi didn't know him. If you're Chassidish, you think you might have Ruch HaKodesh. But whatever it is, was the right word at the right time. And it made all the difference for somebody's, for somebody's life. So as, as much as the Torah emphasizes the prohibition against words that hurt, um, a person can understand that saying the right thing, a sincere word at the right time, the right place, Make, can make a difference in, in a person's life. We should be to to, to to take our words and, and, and use them for the, for, the, for the gift of life that, that Akash Baruch gave them to us to use them for.